We don't know all that much about leprosy because it's really not prevalent anymore in our world today. But some 2,000 years ago when Jesus walked the earth, leprosy was a horrible, horrible disease. See, it was twofold. Physically, there were sores all over your body, most of which were open. You were in pain constantly. You had a very difficult time doing the very simple things that you and I take for granted. And that was one side. The other side was you were an outcast. You were considered unclean. Many believed you had leprosy because your parents or their parents sinned before God. You deserved what you got, was the mentality of the time. So if you had leprosy, you were forced to isolate yourself from everyone else. You were forced to quarantine, if you will, something you and I know very well, unfortunately, today. And they were not allowed to leave their designated areas, which were always on the outskirts of, of town. Now, can you imagine crying out every time someone who was clean or well, telling them, I'm unclean? How humiliating that must have been. It wasn't much of a life. It was barely an existence. Then along comes Jesus, pretty new to the scene, not very well known, but had a reputation of being a real nice guy, something they had not been familiar with. The leadership of the time of Christ, they all were hypocrites. They only cared about themselves. They put the yoke on the people to make them do all kinds of things while they themselves did nothing but live in the lap of luxury. They could care less about anyone's difficulties. But Jesus was different. He comes along and understands what's going on in the lives of the people. He reaches out and visits those who are not necessarily the coolest among the people of his time. So he's walking by and this leper for whatever reason, had enough courage, instead of saying, I'm unclean, approaches Christ with his faith and says, I want to be made clean. He took a huge risk. Had anyone seen what he had done, he would have been killed on the spot. Jesus immediately responds to his request with the affirmative, I do will it. Can you imagine just hearing those words as a leper? He must have been overjoyed. Even if he wasn't made clean, someone listened to him. Someone cared about him. And then all of a sudden, the leprosy left him. Now if you remember some of the other leprosy stories, the ten weren't healed on the spot. They had to start walking away. Whoops, and there's a little ledge that I didn't see. I would have been right on my face. They started walking away and didn't recognize the healing until they were on their way to the priests to tell them that they were healed. But Jesus chose to heal this man immediately. And I think I know why. Because this man didn't scream out to Jesus, Hey, you! You heal everyone else, what about me? What about me? He didn't do that. 
He humbly approached Christ with faith and courage and asked him respectfully, can you help me please? Do we do that today? I think the church is guilty of demanding from Christ instead of begging. If you listen to some of the prayers that have been written and that we use at Mass sometimes even, I cringe sometimes because I wouldn't approach someone and say, hey you, I want you to get me a cup of coffee, put cream in it, no sugar, stir it and bring it to me. If I did that to any one of you, you would be horrified and said, can you believe what that priest did? How rude, how arrogant. That's what we do when we pray. We make demands like we're somebody. This leper prayed the right way in humility. <clears throat> he asked from the bottom of his heart, not afraid of the answer, because he knew Jesus was different. He knew that he went to a person who would do something for him. We need to ask Jesus, please help me. If it's your will, may it be done, not mine. If you can see in your plan to help me find a job, please make it happen. That's the humility that needs to be present in our prayers. Instead of the demands that we make. And we wonder, I don't feel a connection with God. I don't feel like he's listening to me. Well, one thing we need to be sure of, and know this very well, every prayer is heard. But they're not always answered the way you and I want. See, Jesus isn't Santa Claus. He doesn't have a white beard and a red suit and cherry nose and a pipe. He doesn't answer our lists and says, well, you were a good boy, so I'm going to take that cancer away from you. Oh, but you were a good girl, so you're not going to have to worry about that difficult moment at your job. I'll take care of it. It doesn't work that way. God wants the best for every single one of us, period. But sometimes we don't know what we need. We sure know what we want. I want a good job. I want a relationship. I want a nice house. I want to pay off all my bills. I want children that are respectful. I want neighbors that are kind. I want a good life. We know what we want. But do we know what we need? The leper knew what he needed. He needed to be well. Everything else would fall into place once that happened. And Jesus made it happen. He'll do the same for you and I if we approach him like the leper.